0: This morning, I have to explain to you what this sermon's going to be about. And my prayer was very specific. We're going to read scripture this morning. And certain statements are going to be made that I want to almost in advance promise. Will poke at certain hearts and thoughts. This is not to judge or condemn in any way. This and everything with regards to this sermon is done to encourage, to lift up, and to strengthen. I'm explaining my heart. Everything that is in here is to uplift, strengthen, and encourage. And if anything happens in the spiritual atmosphere that you, not because of demons, because they're not allowed here anymore, but out of habit... Tend to think negatively if you sense anything negatively because you see something on the board and you go, oh, that's so me then the encouragement is to be less like you as easy as that how difficult is life? this difficult Just get over yourself. That's how easy it is. Honestly, that's how easy it is. When anyone says to me, you make it sound so easy, I go, because it is. You make it sound as if I'm not struggling. I'm not. no, no, no. I'm not saying that, but it's your choice. Yeah, but it's hard. And it's your choice. Because it can be that easy. See, to choose peace is that easy. Peace was given as a covenant. He said, I will never leave you as orphans. I will never leave you as orphans. So this scripture is true to every single one of us sitting here. I know we have orphan care in our midst. And this is a heart and a passion that we want to stir into the congregation and our community always. Always. To care for the widow and to care for the orphan. That's God that told us. That's Him commanding us to care for the widow and to care for the orphan. But every single one of us was an orphan. Every single one of us. And the reason I'm saying that is because we were all adopted by God. the process therefore of becoming a son and a daughter of God is adoption and this is where our faith is based in so we have this as adopted jesus is the son of god not the orphan of god we are in him and he is in us we are co-heirs of jesus christ jesus our older brother he went first so that we can follow. Therefore we were adopted into the household of God. And so therefore today we're going to speak about the heart and the way in which orphan perceives and see things. And all of us will see certain things in our lives that we go, oh, I still think like that. Then that is a behavioral change that you can make. By saying, Lord, I don't want to have that orphan habit. I want that son habit. Holy Spirit, empower me to say no to that. Why? Romans 8 verse 6. So you you all understand the book of Romans. It's loaded. That's like... Double loophole Double walk hail gun. (laughs) that's like a big shotgun. Romans as a book says it all. When in Rome do as the Romans, that's the philosophical mindset that Paul is writing this book in. Coming with a Greek mindset. He's not writing to the Jews. He's writing to the Romans. He's setting the stage for a massive, massive conviction that he wants to carry over. He goes into Romans 5. Romans 6. He battles through this. He comes to Romans 7. Boom! And he says what he wants to say. Oh, the wretched soul that I am. That which I want to do, I don't do. That which I don't want to do, I do. And to everyone who has done kingdom school this week, we'll mention spirit only called once in chapter 7. Chapter 8. And you have... The trailer is done. The movie starts. But there is therefore no more condemnation for those who are in Christ. Chapter 8. And chapter 8 carries the word spirit 21 times. For what the flesh wants in verse 6 of 8. For what the flesh wants is in contradiction to what the Spirit wants. That's verse 5. For if the fleshly nature, carnal, sinful nature, controls your mind, it leads to death. You worry and stress and fear. Be angry. But, B, 8, 6, B. But, if the Holy Spirit controls your mind, it leads to life and peace. Life and peace, always in that context, given in the context of Sabbath, rest. I love the way in which the book of Romans just nullifies how people think about life. You guys, you can observe holy days. If you go into Hebrews, the Jews, they observed holy days. The holy days, the festivals. They uphold the festivals. They even upheld the seventh day as the Sabbath day. Yet all of these were but of foreshadows of what was to come. Christ. With us, in us, constant, Sabbath, rest, peace. You upheld all of these festivals. You uphold... You upheld the holy days. You could even uphold the Sabbath day. Yet all of these were but foreshadows of what was to come. For when the Holy Spirit controls your mind, leads to life and peace. For I will not leave you as orphan. I will be in you. I will claim you. I proclaim that you are my son. I proclaim that you are my daughter. I claim you. Now your response, that's very important. Because he will not make you do anything. He is a loving, gentle God. But this, if you read the book of Lamentations, you hear the orphan spirit cry out. Lamentations 5, verse 2 to 5. Our inheritance has been turned over to the strangers, our houses to aliens. We have become orphans without a father. Our mothers are like widows. We have to pay for our drinking water. Our food comes to us at price. Our pursuers are at our necks. We are worn out. There is no rest for us. I think that's how the book of Lamentations was written. I think exactly... It. I, I, I personally don't hear Morgan Freeman here. Our inheritance has been... I, I just do not. <laughs> so there's a statement of an orphan. It says, life from the perception of being an orphan is restless. It costs you Everything is dependent on what you can do. There is no rest in being an orphan. It's a restless world. Everything is dependent on you. You have to make it happen. That is survival. John fourteen sixteen to 21. I will ask the Father... And he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. That's the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because he abides with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. After a little while, now this is still Jesus speaking, he has not yet died. After a little while, has been. After a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. In that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father and I will love him and will disclose myself to him or reveal myself to him continually more and more into the likeness of Jesus Christ. And as 1 John 4 verse 18 has it, then As you know love, you will be in this world as Christ is. And that's what the world needs. We're going to look at a few things when it comes to a son. Life as a son is full of rest, a feeling of powerful and being powerful, is dependent on God and his might, is fearless. Is full of awe and wonder of how good he is and his willingness to flow through you. It's a son. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving for what? For everything that's been made, yes and amen. I had a boohoo spirit. I don't know if you know a boohoo spirit, it's the older brother of pity. And he has not stopped eating cake. He has big. And when he sits on you, you cannot move. I had a boo-hoo spirit. I was constantly begging God, Lord, will you please, will you, boo I was constantly, that is exactly what I sounded like. That's what you call a boo-hoo spirit. I remember just one day when I allowed him to speak to me by disciplining me. Why? Because he disciplines those he loves. He spoke with me. He said, why is it that everything you ask me, I know I've already done, but you just don't believe it? Pierre, do you recognize that the way that you pray expects of me to die again I've died it's done I meant it it's finished do you believe it? Booth spirit go in the name of Jesus I don't want you in my life anymore I don't want to be in submission to you anymore I will proclaim His promises as yes and amen. Not religiously. Not the way we just say it. Not by by just proclaiming it. But by believing it. It's mine. I will make every effort to prove that His promises are mine. And when stress comes, mm, what a good test. And when fear comes, mm, what a good test. Why? Because he told me that in anything and everything, not to stress. Why don't you stress? It's sin. Easy answer. Why don't you stress? It's sin. I don't want to sin. I want to obey his commandments. Why don't you fear? For he has not given me a spirit of fear, but of love and of power. And of a sound mind. That's why I don't fear. Because Jesus lives in me. And it's my hope that you get it as well. (laughs) Have you heard of the gospel? Can I tell you the gospel? I love the way in which the Holy Spirit, when you allow Him to just be Him. When you sit with people. And they tell you, oh, I love the Afrikaans word. To everyone who is, like, fully English, you, Margaret, you have to learn this one. You have to learn this one. Okay, this is is, to everyone from overseas or (laughs) KwaZulu-Natal that do not understand Afrikaans. The word, (laughs) it's a different country, (laughs) Indian country. (laughs) So, (laughs) the word is... Snart. It's not an Orkney word. They call it something else. Snart, they call something else in Orkney. But snart, it's the only one that I'm allowed to say from the pulpit. Snap. <laughs> you have an atheist sitting in front of you saying God doesn't exist. Okay. Snapped, man. He does. Of course He does. How do you know? Like, because you just spoke with breath, ruach, that he gave you. I am an atheist. No, you're not. I am. No, you're not. You're confused, that's all. No, I am. You're way too clever to be one. What do you mean? Only a fool says in his heart there's no God. Are you a fool? No, but there's no God. No, you know there's a God. No, I don't. Why are you angry at Him? What happened? Do you see the confidence of when you believe His word that He says, no one will stand before me with an excuse? Do you see how love just penetrates? Just goes straight at the heart. And you call someone clever instead of stupid. You're not stupid. You are not dumb enough to be an atheist. Isn't that the most beautiful compliment? Get me in this. This is not reverse psychology. This is like fact. He made you in his own image. You are too clever to be that stupid. He made you. He's clever. So, I have these comparisons of an orphan as a son. Life, from perception of being an orphan, is restless. It costs you everything. It's dependent on what you can do. As a son, life as a son is full of rest, feeling powerful and being powerful. It's dependent on God and His might. Is fearless. Is full of awe and wonder. And how good He is and His willingness to flow through us. Symptoms. Of an orphan compared to symptoms of a son slave, powerless, lack of trust, dark, need problems in their lives, fear, doubt, unbelief. In comparison to a son, free, powerful, overcomers, trust, light, restless, air, faith, hope, and love. I have a few examples. As an orphan, an orphan asks what to do. A son asks with confident permission to do it. An orphan asks to be bailed out of suffering. A son looks to become more through suffering. An orphan treats others as if they are the only ones who can handle it. A son treats others as if they can overcome too. An orphan begs God to change the life they live in. A son asks God to show up in power as they move to change the life they live in. An orphan wants God to bring heaven to earth. A son acts as though God picked him up, or him or her, to bring heaven to earth. An orphan wants to find rest and is always looking forward to everything finally being done so that he or she can rest. A son, no rest is what we live from and complete trust in God, the Father and His Holy Spirit. An orphan wants someone more powerful to help them. A son knows the Holy Spirit is the ultimate power in and through them. An orphan lets fear guide them to make decisions. A son looks through the lens of being loves kind to bring the answer to And often have to earn their way to acceptance. Sons already have been given their acceptance. It was just a gift to receive. Luke 20, just to have a few scriptures to add to this. Luke 20 verse 36 says, For they cannot even die anymore, because they are like angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. Ephesians 5 verse 8. For you were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Two scriptures from Revelations. twenty-two verse 7 and 21 verse 7. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will grant to eat of the tree of life which is in the paradise of God. Verse 21, verse 7, He who overcomes will inherit these things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. One of my favorite scriptures, Galatians 4, verse seven. But when the fullness of time came, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that he might redeem those who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons, because you are sons. God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Therefore you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. Romans 8, verse 14 to 17. For all "...who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of slavery, leading to fear again. But you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by which we cry out, Abba, Father, the Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heir of God and fellow heir of Christ." If indeed we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. And in ending, Hebrews 12 verse 6. For those whom the Lord loves, he disciplines. And he scourges every son whom he receives. You are beautiful. Beautiful. If you find a boohoo spirit close to you say go away in the name of Jesus Christ if you find anything that we have just read when it comes to an orphan and the thinking of an orphan if you find any habit that you can still see hey, do not in any way be judged, there's no more condemnation for those who are in Christ recognize it change it choose that's it this is not judgmental this is not condemning if you recognize anything that is still a bad habit in the way that you look at life repent metanoia change the way you think no longer under the law but into freedom change the way you think change the way you do change the way you act change the way you respond say to the lord lord i'm sorry that i saw the weight of this world being overbearing and I just cannot handle it. You are who you said you are. We continually grow into the likeness. It's a sphere. It's growing. Change never feels different. And some of us this morning are at that 12 o'clock again. We feel that I have to change again. I have to step this up. There's more of me that can die. So, if you know Ian Thomas, my encouragement to you, students, is to die, 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 so that the lights and glory of our Lord Jesus Christ may live in you. Our Father, we want to proclaim, as those kids are doing, we want to proclaim that as we're going to use this communion, that the price was paid. You are who you said you are. You have done what you said you have done. And you deserve the glory of our lives. And this morning, Lord, we come against any spirit that wants to break us down and tell us that we were not adopted. In the name of Jesus Christ, we stand up as your bride. We proclaim as your bride. It is finished. It is done. Every promise, yes and amen. And we accept it. And we live by it. So, Holy Spirit, you in us, peace in us, the spirit of peace, the spirit of truth, push out every lie and bring wholeness. Give us peace, show us rest. And those words of Hebrew, Lord, where it said, To Israel I gave rest. Yet they could not enter my rest, for they did not know me. But to you I give the same rest. We choose it, Lord. We accept it. And we thank you for that. Lord, thank you that we do not pray trouble away. We're also not asking to send more. We're just thanking you that whatever comes our way, you have overcome. And you have made us more than overcomers. And in that name, Lord, the name of Jesus Christ, as we use this communion, we thank you that you will set something in us alight. As we have prayed for revival for 40 days, Lord, revive our hearts. Renew our strength. Mount us up like eagles. And thank you, Lord, that we will go out and proclaim And live by the gospel so that your name may be glorified. Amen.